It does. It's like a it's, rubber. It's, it's like a rubberized texture. Yeah. It is. Danny played, and she was like, "Oh, this is actually really cool." And she was like, "Fuck, I want one." And I was like, I, "I didn't go that far." I was like, far. "You're not taking my Pokeball, girl." Mm-mm. No, mm-mm. I don't think so. Um, one of my favorite things is when you beat some trainers. <laughs> uh, it comes up and it says, "You got. You have two great balls," and I'm like, "Thank you. I do have two great balls." So, Moonlighter. Um, but yeah, so I, well, hold on. I'm, I'm actually really enjoying the game, too. Oh my god, he's not done with Pokemon. I'm not. He's uh, still talking about his balls, guys. It's a good Just time. Hang on. It's a good time. Uh, I got, I'm very happy I caught a Charmander, uh, who is now a Charmeleon. He has evolved. Aww. I have a Squirtle and a, uh, I did have a Bulbasaur, but now my Bulbasaur evolved into an Ivasaur. So it's very cute. My Charmeleon follows me around while Pikachu is on my shoulder. I do like the animation where Pikachu, when you go into go to uh, go to go into a battle, he runs across your arm and he kind of like leaps in a badass way. It's pretty cool. Um, so I'm actually on route like I don't even fucking know route a bajillion, and I'm about to go to the. You just finished the, Sammy. Yeah, I'm about to go to the city that oh, starts yes, with an F. What's it called? Uh, la 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 city. la 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 city. And when you get there, you can actually, uh, at that point, link with your Pokemon Go app and transfer Pokemon for Pokemon Go into the game, which I'm excited to see how that works. Um, so yeah, uh, other than that, I've been playing Moonlighter exclusively. I played a little bit, and by a little bit, I mean a very little bit, of Red Dead Redemption 2. And the whole time I'm playing Red Dead 2, I'm like, this is fun, but I'm doing the same things over and over. It's taking me forever to do things. At this point, I could be playing Moonlighter. So I hop into Moonlighter, and I upgraded my shop to level 2. Uh, I have like $200,000. Wow, uh, I roll. I am balling. I'm balling. I beat the first dungeon. I got to the third floor of the second dungeon. And what's really satisfying about that game is it... It doesn't let you grind and become massively OP. A lot of the weapons that you would need that would uh, help you get through and like upgrades that would help you get through the next dungeon are locked as part of that dungeon as far as ingredients and stuff that you need. Um, so when I got to the second dungeon, I was getting wrecked pretty bad in the beginning. Uh, but now I upgraded my weapons. I have some enchantments on them. I upgraded my armor. Uh, so now I'm actually destroying the second dungeon pretty good. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hit up that second boss pretty soon. Nice. Um, there's four dungeons in total. Uh, I'm really enjoying the game. Will, for those of you listening, uh, Will wasn't sure if he was gonna pick it up. Apparently, according to him, as soon as the cast ended, he downloaded it and picked it up. He's not really enjoying it, although he was playing it yesterday. Um, he thinks that the combat is clunky and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, He's also not sure if he would like Pokemon Go, but that's because Will... I, I told Will what he needs to do is every time a Pokemon faints, he needs to just punch himself in the balls <laughs> and wipe his save and start over. I think for Will, he's he, he always looks for that super challenge game that like kicks his ass and yeah. then like feels really good when he... like. Yeah. Makes one step forward in it, you know. Yeah. Um. He he's very much a, a punishment to seek a reward guy. 
Uh, sorry, Sarah. Uh, <laughs> I feel like he's a he's probably like a, a freak in, in the sheets. He's probably like <laughs> probably like whips get like whip me oh and stuff God. like that. I could see that. I guess so. A little bondage boy. Probably. Are you done with your games? Probably puts apple in his mouth. What else have you played? gag ball. Oh my god. Um, this is going to be an R-rated podcast today, folks. What else have I been playing? <laughs> uh, that was it. I mean, Moonlighter and freaking Pokemon Go have been the rock of my world right now. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Well, one thing from Tristan Land. Mm-hmm. He did pick up Fallout. 76. 76. And he has said that it isn't bad. Uh, I know it's been getting a lot of flack online. Um, he doesn't necessarily recommend it. Yeah, there's. But a, he he is he he is in some ways enjoying it. Yeah, I asked him because I've been reading a lot, specifically from PS4 owners, that it stutters. Uh, performance is not not game breaking, but not, not enjoyable. Great, it's yeah. like it it's noticeable and it gets annoying. Uh, and it happens a lot in combat. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got it on Xbox, and he said it's the same deal there. Um, I don't, we don't know if it's the same degree, but it's still annoying. Yeah. Um, according to Bethesda, they're working on an update to improve performance. Mm-hmm. But it just seems kind of weird to me that they make such a big deal. Why would you launch your game in that state anyway? But like you said, it's Bethesda. It's what it's they Bethesda. always do. They've always done this. But yeah. it's just... It's bugs on bugs, baby. It's just dumb to me to do it that way. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, with Skyrim and all your other games, you got, you know, oh, the memes are everywhere. But at the same time, like, eventually people are going to be like, this is fucking stupid. Yeah. And I honestly feel like Fallout 76 may suffer. Oh, I feel like it already has. If not already have suffered. Because I, I, I have zero interest in picking it up right I now. I still have interest. I don't have interest picking it up right now immediately. I'm yeah. already, like knees deep in Pokemon's Byro and Red Dead mm-hmm. and when my internet comes back up Destiny. Mm-hmm. So honestly right now like I'm tapped out until Smash. Um Oh I also played one more game. I played like an hour or two of uh Saints Row Four. Oh my god. Yo, that game is hilarious. It reminds me of all of the fun things that I used to do in Grand Theft Auto before Grand Theft Auto got too serious with the mm. story and the gameplay. Yeah. Back when it was like arcadey mm-hmm. violence in 3D um, and kind of really over the top. It's like it's like that, but you don't have to enter cheat codes. You just by default fuck everything up. Yeah. And it's really cool. Nice. And it's a lot of fun. And I'm enjoying it. Um, that is all I've been playing. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Should we move on to the news? Should we? Are you going to do the... Bum, 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 bum! <laughs> In PlayStation News. In the world of Nintendo. Oh. I'm just kidding. Oh God. In the world of PlayStation, so this is crazy, Sony is skipping E3 2019. Yep. Completely just not going. Um... This doesn't bode well for E3. Uh, Last year, Xbox was like, yeah, we're not going to do it. Instead, Mm -hmm. we're going to hold it at our own center that is a couple blocks away. Yeah. At Um, the same time. At the same time. But still, I mean, I feel like this is... I don't think that this is the 
last nail in the coffin for E3. No. But I think that it's really moving away from being an entire conference. You know, PlayStation, Xbox, all of these gaming companies, they're a part of so many other conferences and yeah. other expos and cons. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, like, to, to ride all of your marketing all of your collective things to, on a deadline that's once a year like E3 is just doesn't make sense for your company in a lot of ways sometimes like right now you know we've seen some of the biggest releases in history come mm-hmm. out of PlayStation we saw God of War we saw Red Dead Redemption made mega mega numbers for PlayStation specifically uh, Spider-Man was huge mm-hmm. um all of Sony's Big AAA stuff is out. It's out. I mean, when and you, they're working on a lot of other stuff right now. Yeah, but they're, they're definitely focusing on PlayStation Five too. Yeah, like, and new hardware. New for hardware. Twenty twenty probably. PSVR stuff. It's it's almost it's almost the same predicament that like Apple finds themselves in yeah. every year where like they have the world WWDC and it's like they have to come out with new stuff and people are either going to be blown away or underwhelmed. But the thing of the reality is. You can't come out with killer stuff every time. No, and it's and I'm it's really the exact same in games. You can't have yeah. a triple uh, a slew of AAA games and surprise people every time because you only have limited funds. It's true. I think that they're uh, honestly like what they should do is move more towards a Nintendo model, yeah. where they just have directs when they have things to say mm-hmm. when they're ready to say them. Um, I know that like Nintendo directs can sometimes be frustrating and like will pop out of nowhere. Um, That's also which kind is of exciting, fun, though. When which is exciting, like... but also frustrating when it's like, you know, you're you're waiting on this news and you don't have, you know, I, there's a pros and con to it because yeah. like I I can look forward to E3 because I know that I'm going to hear more about X Y and Z. It's going to be at this date. I can mm-hmm. be excited about that realm of, of in time. And if E3 wasn't happening at all, everyone was doing N- Nintendo Direct styles. We might have you know months where no one is announcing anything, um, because they're just doing it on their own time. Yeah. Um. It, you know, like it's. I would be sad to see it go because I, I like having all of these great game companies under one roof talking about how passionately they feel about games. I think the other problem, too, is they open it up to the public. So a lot of the yeah. people who used to walk the floor and communicate with other devs and companies don't do that now because yeah. they're getting bombarded with people who want autographs and pictures. Yeah. I it, That's another thing that I was going to say is that, like, I think E3 itself might be having an identity crisis. Oh, it's definitely having an identity crisis. It doesn't know what it wants to be it anymore. It doesn't know whether it wants to be a con, mm-hmm. whether it wants to be like a an, uh, an announcement, industry-only yeah. like news place. Um, well, and, actually, you know what? The other thing you have now, too, that I just thought of is mm-hmm. you have the Game Awards, and they've been announcing increasingly year after year more surprises there. Yeah. Um, so that's another thing that is open to anyone who wants to go to it. Um, but there's a lot of industry news that happens there, which is kind of smart because it's right near the holidays and it's like, Hey, you've got this shit to look forward to in the beginning of next year. Things like that. It's true. Um, I mean, I think that, I think E3 is still such a good platform. They just need to, they need to figure it out. Really hone in on. What I think the core of E3 should be, which is 
gamers and devs celebrating the production of games mm -hmm. and celebrating new technologies, new software, like, and not making it so much about advertising or like trying to find the best cover band to come and play or like showing off like a new uh, limited edition car that only stop, billionaires stop can cr buy. Stop cramming Doritos and Mountain Dew and yeah. sports cars like, down our I, throats. I don't want to see, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't need to see that you're having this crazy presentation on The Last of Us in this like crazy church place and then moving it to a different location like 20 minutes later and having some weird flute man play for five minutes where <laughs> I'm just going to be looking on Twitter to see if I'm lagging behind and you've announced something else already. Yeah. Like I... Uh, Their pacing was definitely off last year too. There's not... There's a balance between showmanship, which I think is important. Mm-hmm. And content. Yeah. And I think that too, too presenters presenters, and E3 itself mm -hmm. um, haven't been having a good balance in that no. at all. No. Like, if I can learn more about your brand and what you're bringing to the table in the next year in a summary mm -hmm. article, uh, then you're not doing it right. Yeah. Like, if I just look at bullet points and I'm getting more excited about bullet points than <laughs> watching... Mm -hmm. uh, that's not good. <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah, uh, I agree. Um, moving on, PlayStation announced some uh, Black Friday deals that you'll be able to pick up, such Ooh. as a one terabyte PS4 with Spider-Man for one ninety nine. You'll be able to find PSVR Damn. with Astrobot Rescue Mission, which is an awesome game, or Moss. Or Super Hot VR for one ninety nine. Super Hot VR is great. It is very. It's one of the best experiences in VR. I was just gonna say that. Super Hot VR is like should be a marquee title for that kind of technology because it's incredible. Mm -hmm. You're not gonna get motion sick because when you move, yeah, you time moves and you can't run, so you're moving slowly. Like it's, it's good. really look it up. Yeah. It's really good, and it it's it wasn't originally made for VR. And it came as a regular game, and once you play it in VR, it's really hard to go back. Um, you'll also be able to pick up DualShock 4 controllers for 39 bucks, Damn! Including all the colored ones, not just the black ones. So if you want a sexy color... i gold one. Yeah. 39 bucks, all of them. There we go. Uh, what else did they announce? Ba -ba -ba -ba. Uh, PS Plus. Oh, right now you can get 12 months of PlayStation Plus for 39 bucks. The nice thing about that too is PlayStation Plus is stackable, so you could buy like four years and just blow $120, but that's also typically only two years, and now you would get four, and you'd be set for four years. Um, so yeah, you can stack those, get one or two, whatever you want to do. Uh, even if you already have an active account, you just redeem the code and it adds to your current subscription time. Uh, Sony's postponed the shutdown of PS3 servers um, if you're playing Warhawk, Twisted Metal, or PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale, or Sound Shapes. Uh, now it will shut down January 31st, 2019. I don't know anyone who plays those games anymore. <laughs> Not at all. Uh, we already talked about Fallout 76 and the state of it. Um, we confirmed that it's also kind of the same on Xbox, so hopefully they fix that. Shit. Moving on to Nintendo. Nintendo 64. Another thing that I don't know if anyone does anymore is watch Netflix on their Wii. 
in, oh, in, in 480p, which probably costs like $3 a month. Uh, it doesn't. It's, it's 8 which is still a ripoff. Um, it's 2018. It's 2018. Come so on, as, of, as of January 30th, 2019, you will no longer be able to do that. So uh, in my note here, I wrote, I'm sure rec rooms across America will be a little more sad now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Because we Bowling was in like every rec room in America. The first trailer for the live-action Pokemon movie titled Pokemon Detective Pikachu has arrived. And it'll be out May 10th, 2019. What do you think? So oh initially, initially, I didn't know how to feel about Pikachu talking. Yeah. And I showed the trailer to, to my wife. Uh, who, If you don't know, my wife's not a gamer. But her and her brothers, like all of us in the 90s, were big into Pokemon. Um, so we... I think she she's actually gonna go see that with me. Yeah, which would be cool. Yeah, um, it looks it looks so good. It actually looks really good. It looks amazing. The what's good about it too is the CG is convincing enough that it doesn't look like weird. Oh, it looks weird. It looks weird, and it looks creepy, and I am so Mr. No, no, no. Mr. Mime looks creepy. They all look weird and creepy. No, Mr. Mime is creepy as fuck in that. He's just like... Did you see Psyduck? Sad face, happy face. Sad face, happy face. Yeah, Mr. Mime's fucking villain for sure. murder the shit out of you. But like, oh my god, I'm so excited about it. Yeah. I don't think that I will ever be able to listen to Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu and not hear Deadpool. Yeah. But like, I'm so excited that they are taking like this kind of crazy like stream of consciousness thought, Mm -hmm. funny... Like Guardians of the Galaxy esque. It is kind of like that, yeah. When like, when when Pikachu and what's the kid's name? Um, I forget. But they're doing their uh, their um, well, that's the word I'm looking for. Not antagonizing. Huh? Oh, they were uh, not torturing. Oh no, it wasn't torture. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, like uh, interview <laughs> but harder. What is interrogation? <laughs> yeah, we got it. <laughs> They were interrogating Mr. Mime, and there was a bunch of little banter between yeah. Pikachu, and I was like, oh, Pikachu's pretty funny. Yeah, I, I, I think Which that it's... That, that actually is what changed my mind to yeah. the fact that I kind of like that he can talk. But he, So Pokemon can talk to everyone. Only this kid can understand Pikachu. Um, which Just also watch made, the trailer. Yeah. It's, it's pretty obvious what happens. It's pretty but good. Essentially, like... Uh, for me, I feel like the, this is such a smart marketing move on Pokemon's side, mm-hmm. like... Everyone who, like, would spend a lot of money on Pokemon, and not just mm-hmm. a little bit of money, like, allowance money, we are all now between 20 and 35 years of age. We have grown up with Pokemon, we love Pokemon, we have matured, and so I'm so excited to see a Pokemon movie introduced yeah. that also has matured and is more aimed towards us and not just child-child. And I think that they are really going to see a lot of profits from it. When you look back, I think it's interesting. They're, they're really smart in that they released Pokemon Go. It, it like, jump-started a lot of people back into the series. Then they released Detective Pikachu on 3DS. I don't think it did that well, but then... They now release Pokemon Let's Go, and that integration with Pokemon Go, I think, is going to, you know, appeal to those crowds and bring more people into the console Pokemon. Then you've got the movie coming out relatively soon, and then I think they're going to re-release. I feel like they're going to port Detective Pikachu to Switch, 
And then... I don't think so. Maybe not. But they're working on the Pokemon RPG. Exactly. They're working on the real proper Pokemon title that's supposed to come in 2019. Next year, yeah. Gonna be a badass And that's honestly, like, I'm really looking forward to that one. That's gonna be, like, in terms of Pokemon as video game and not just media entertainment, that is where I'm... I'm putting my hands down. Like, if that game is good, I'm going to continue buying Pokemon games. Yeah. If that game ends up not being so good for me, uh, I think that that's going to be it for Pokemon games. This, th- this one's enough to hold me over for now, though. Uh, I'm still not You'll sold. You'll see. You're, I'm still not she's, sold, but... She's very early on. Very early on. Uh, so Nintendo has also been very, very, very slow at updating the functionality of the eShop. Uh, meanwhile, in my experience, the eShop is just performing very slowly as well Mm -hmm. Uh, but they've added some new search features Um, you can now filter games by genre price range games of demos and games of dlc like all in the search page now it's it's laid out much better Uh, they also announced their own black friday deals you can get a switch console with mario kart 8 deluxe as a download for 2.99 so you save like 60 bucks ish Uh, two white joy con wheel accessories will be 15 bucks for the two then you can get a yellow and red 2DS with Super Mario Maker 3DS for $79. Um, Smite has officially been confirmed for Switch and is most likely already released on the eShop by the time you are listening to our beautiful, sultry voices. Yes. Moving on to Xbox. Danny doesn't care, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> Microsoft is continuing its journey of bolstering the Xbox platform and its stable of first-party studios. After buying quite a few studios and announcing them at E3, Microsoft has recently acquired two new ones, Obsidian, makers of Fallout New Vegas, and In Exile, I'm probably saying that wrong, uh, makers of Wasteland 2. So uh, it's going to be exciting to see what they are working on uh, in the next generation of Xbox. Nice. Uh, Good for them. Because Sony needs competition. Because uh, I don't know, they're they're getting pretty lax this year. Sony. Yeah. I think that they've done some questionable things, like basically just how they're trying to keep any co multiplayer experience just be PS4 only, which I think is dumb. Like no. Uh, they haven't done any interviews. Platform stuff anymore. Either. I know they've been really. Sketch. They've gone radio silent. That's what I'm. It's it's weird. Everyone else is like. Very open and mm-hmm. talking, and Sony used to be that way. And once they hit almost 90 million PS4s, they're like, eh, fuck, yeah, they're fuck just you guys. like, <laughs> they canceled PlayStation Experience, they're out of E3 2019, and they haven't done any interviews or talked to the press at all in about a year. It's, I wonder uh, if they had a leak or something. Well, they had a PR nightmare with that whole Fortnite oh, we were talking I about. Mm-hmm. Took them a long time to switch that, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, uh. This is exciting. Will. Will. If you're listening, Will. Guess what? William. William. Subnautica 1.0 official release is coming to Xbox. And... Oh, it's already out on PC. Coming to Xbox December 4th, 2018. (laughs) Those of you like Will and myself who have the preview version will automatically, obviously... Get the full version as a download because that's the way that it works. Uh, and those of you who didn't buy it because you're not as cool as us uh, can buy it on December 4th. I don't have any word on pricing, uh, but that game is fucking great. Sorry. I know I don't want to say the word fuck a lot, but it is. It's fucking great. It's so good. 
It's, it's pretty so okay. incredible. Danny doesn't know. Tristan thinks it's okay. Will and I think it's amazing. You should listen to Will and I because we're smart. <laughs> uh, also planned to leave Xbox preview will be Astroneer, which is the game that Tristan and I were playing for a while. Tristan was more excited than I was. We both just stopped because it was early preview. There were a lot of bugs. Um, and there were just so many games that come out anymore. So Astroneer is set to release officially on Xbox and Windows 10 um, February 6, 2019. Microsoft had an Xbox, uh, Microsoft XO18, and they had a lot to say. I'm not going to read all the game stuff, but uh, you might as well pause it. <laughs> no, go ahead. Uh, I'm sorry for my rude interruption. Xbox Games Pass will receive the following games. Um, you can read them on the website because it's a long list. Uh, basically, there's more games coming to Xbox Game Pass. They're all on the weekly retro on Pixelrader.com. <laughs> Microsoft has also rolled out mouse and keyboard support via Xbox One. I have a list of those games also on Pixelrader.com. Crackdown 3 has been given a release date of February 15th, 2019 for PC and X-Bone. Wow. Final Fantasy 7, Final Fantasy 9, Final Fantasy 10, Final Fantasy 10 2, and Final Fantasy 12 will come to Xbox sometime in 2019. Final Fantasy 13 is getting backwards compatibility. Wow. A lot of people like that Final Fantasy Lightning. 13. Yeah. Returns. They, right? Well, they don't have many RPGs on that system on Xbox, That's no. True. That's they, true. Because they get destroyed in Japan, so. Yeah. See if Thieves is getting a new game mode called the Arena. The pits crews against each other to see who can get the most treasure and therefore the most power to glory. Wait, is it like literally an arena where like there's an arena in the sea? Is it on land? Tristan, I want you to report back next yeah, week. Yeah, report back, Tristan. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it'll appear sometime in early 2019. Phil Spencer says taking a bigger leadership role to oversee the smoothing out of Windows Store functionality uh, in integration with Xbox because it's not the uh, best integration. Civ 5 is already backwards compatible with Xbox One, but a new version is coming out that features Xbox One enhancements. Danny loves Civ 5. She gets a boner for it, but she doesn't have an X boner. See what I did there? I. I don't Did care I do for that? Xbox. She gets a Civ boner. Civ 5 is nice. She has a Civ boner but doesn't have an X boner to play it on, so she doesn't care. She bought that shit. Did you buy that shit on, on iPad, though? Yeah. She spent, spent $60. It, no, I didn't. 50 No. How much is it? It was on sale. It was for 24 what? It was $24. That's a lot for a mobile title, but she loves it, folks. It's not a mobile title. It's the full PC release. On a mobile touchscreen. Yeah, and it plays great on the iPad. I'm just saying. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. I would rather play decay. it. I would rather play it on touchscreen than with joysticks. Oh, that's true. State of Decay Two is adding new weapons, gear, and enemies in the new update titled Z Hunter. Cats and pandas are coming to Minecraft. I'm actually surprised cats haven't been on there before. Yeah, me too. Winter of Arcade is coming out later this year, which is cool. Forza Horizon 4 is getting a new expansion this year that will take players to Fortune Island where they'll experience lightning storms and Aurora Borealis. The seasons will also mix up. Nice. You want that industry news? Sure. 
I got it for you. Give it to me. I'm like, give it to you. THQ Nordic has acquired Bugbear Entertainment and announced Wreckfest will make its way to PS4 next year. The Video Game Awards official site has listed their nominees for each award. You can go check them out because there are a lot of nominees under a lot of categories. And I'm not going to tell them to you because I'm lazy. Uh, Swatter Tyler Barris, age 26, has pled guilty to the crimes that led police to forcibly enter the home of a resident, Andrew Finch, who uh, died from an officer's gunshot wounds. Um, don't be a fucking dickhead and swap people. Uh, this guy's in jail, gonna get 20 to 25. Um, I think he should just stay rot in, in there. Rot in jail, because he's a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, he also has pled guilty to 51 charges. Jesus. So, yeah. According to a report from Game Daily, Telltale Games is now entering the liquidation phase of its closing process. Currently, you are no longer able to buy Back to the Future or Tales of Monkey Island from Steam. At the time of writing, both games are still available on GOG or GOG.com. Um, this may have more to do with licensing issues, but if you want to pick them up, uh, or thought about picking up on PS3 or PC, you may want to do it now before they may potentially be gone forever. Yep. Uh, Squeenix, also known as Square Enix for you uh, people who aren't fun, is working on a new AAA title for the PlayStation 5, according to the LinkedIn profile of a 3D character model artist at Luminous Productions. Of course, as soon as this story went live, he changed his LinkedIn real quick to not say that. Um... Yeah, and the only rumor I have is that Sony has a patent filed in 2017 for a controller that looks identical to the DualShock 4, but instead of the touchpad, it's a touch screen. Ooh. I wouldn't mind a simple OLED screen that wasn't super glaring bright, that just had like yeah. some basic HUD information. Yeah, that would be Could cool. Could be cool. I, I'm... That's yeah. all I got, though. That's all I have. That's all I got, baby. Um... I may just awkwardly paste one of Will's interstitials in here just to be fun. Probably you should. Thank you guys, everybody, for listening uh, to our episode. Um, it's fun to do this every episode, every week. We get up and have some coffee and talk games, shoot shit, and have a great time. We appreciate you joining and giving us part of your day as well because I know that uh, there are a lot of things that you could be doing and you chose to listen to our podcast. So thank you for doing that. Probably while you're uh, working or you're driving. Yeah, and that's fine, and, you know, whatever floats your boat. If you're doing this um, in the background, then uh, cool. <laughs> most most people yeah. listen to our podcast on their iOS device uh, through, like, a web player, it looks like. Yeah, that's streaming. Yeah, streaming. Just streaming yeah. Did you know there are, like, a whole bunch of apps that you could use, so download an app. There's Overcast. Overcast We're great. on Spotify. Are we on Spotify? Yeah, dude. Oh, that was like two weeks ago. Remember, I was super pumped. We got on Spotify. I was like, oh, my God, we're on Spotify. And I was probably sleep deprived. No, you talked about it. You just forgot because you got old me. man brain. Old man brain. Um, well, thank you guys, everyone, for listening. Um, if you wanted to support our show, there's a couple great ways to do that. And if you're still listening to me speak at this point, instead of hitting skip to the next episode, good for you. Um, what you should do is you should leave us a nice five-star review on iTunes or your podcast distribution method hub of choice. It really goes a long way towards getting our name out there and finding other viewers like yourself who could appreciate our, um, our delightful tones in the morning and the evening. 
Uh, and if you wanted to support us in a more financial way, it is um, uh, nice of you to even consider it, but you can go over to uh, patreon.com slash pixelrater and become a monthly donor. It really goes uh, a lot of the way towards supporting our website costs and our podcast costs. Give us a five-star review on iTunes. We're on iTunes, we're on Stitcher, we're on Google Music, we're on Twitch, we're on Spotify, Twitter. I didn't even know we were on Spotify. Play with Papaya. Yeah, he didn't know. Yeah, he Did didn't he? know. He, he had no fucking idea. Yeah, he, he... I was so excited. And I told you guys, we're on Spotify. And she was like, oh my god. And he gave me like a thumbs up heart thing. And he's just like, wait, we're on Spotify? Huh? Huh? Papaya's just crammed all kinds of information out of his brain. I'm pretty sure Papaya might have ate his brain. Maybe. Probably what happened. Probably. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so this has been episode 142 of Land Party. Uh, I'm Antonio. This is Danny. Uh, wow. I'm Antonio, and that's Danny. Gross. Now I'm confused. Now I'm confused. Uh, Bye! We, we, hope you guys have, <laughs> we hope you guys have a good holiday. Oh, yeah. Have a great holiday. We may not be uh, podcasting for Thanksgiving. We won't be um, podcasting for Thanksgiving. So uh, enjoy. Well, how can you really enjoy a week away from us, to be honest? We're really You sorry. can enjoy it by listening to the past uh, 141 episodes. And also following us each individually on Twitter. I'm mm-hmm. sure that we will all have updates with games that we're playing. Yep. I'll have that Spyro thing up, hopefully, because I'll have internet sometime soon within yeah. the next year uh, <laughs> at this rate. All right. Well, we'll see you guys uh, sometime. Don't know when we're going to record. We might we might record episode 143 for the following week. We might not. Not sure. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll see what happens. So, But have a great holiday. Have a good holiday, guys. Get those Black Friday deals! For real, though. Bye! Bye! Danny has to poop. Oh my god! (laughs) You're so rude! And right now she has to put her password in, she has to poop so bad it's coming out. Oh, I can smell it! Bye!